Hi, I'm Tom, and I'm a Gen X grown-up, and I support Gen X grown-up on Patreon. And you should, too. Go to patreon.com slash grownup. Gen X Grown Up is a YouTube channel website and audio podcast you're listening to right now. All made for and by people who love exploring media, games, tech, and toys of yesterday and today through the eyes of Gen Xers who refuse to grow up. Your dinner Welcome back, Gen X Grown Up Podcast listeners, to this Backtrack edition of the Gen X Grown Up Podcast. I'm John. Joining me, as always, is George. Hey, how's it going, guys? And Mo. Hey, everybody. This episode, we're going to get into the Christmas spirit as I introduce Mo and George, and hopefully you, fourth listener, to what was my absolute favorite Christmas album as a kid. But before we get into that, one of my favorite things as an adult is getting an email from our fourth listener. And we have a brand new fourth <laughs> listener email from Zach. Okay, cool. Okay. Hey, Zach. And the subject line of his message was Launchbox Represent. So he's talking about something you <laughs> talked about, George. Yep. Zach says, hey there, Gen X Podcast. I got to say, I absolutely love hearing some love for the Launchbox. I have used them for a few years now and absolutely love it. I stream to my TV through the system and link to the big box front end. It's extremely worth it if you want that kind of setup. If you ever wonder about dropping 50 bucks, you can pay for the year subscription and you don't lose your big box. As such, you just don't get updates with it when it ends. Yeah, he agrees with you, George. Definitely amazing and simple after having used front ends like Hyperspin years ago. Love hearing you guys. It helps work go by. Zach. <laughs> oh, thanks, Zach. I mean, and it's really well done. Just a couple of weeks ago during the whole Black Friday craze and everything, Ugh. they had some discounts for Launchbox. So I went ahead and bought the premium lifetime version with $10 off. So I got it even slightly cheaper than the oh, already very cool. incredibly cheap price. So nice. Oh, yeah. you, you were you, you held out for a sale. You better discipline than I did. So <laughs> well done, shopper. <laughs> well, thank you, Zach. We always love it when the fourth listener writes in. And if you would like to have your email right here on the show, just hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com and we will give it a read and you will appear here during this section of the show. Before we get into the meat of the show, as promised, though, I want to remind everyone we're in the midst of our fourth quarter, fourth listener drive. It's really simple. All you've got to do is recruit someone, tell them about the show, have them email us at that aforementioned email address, podcast at genxgrownup.com, giving you the credit for having told them about the show. The people that recruit the most new listeners are going to get to pick their own backtrack topic in the new year. It's something that I know Mo is very much looking forward to, doing a backtrack <laughs> about something he has no input on whatsoever. Yeah. We're going to add something to sweeten the pot a bit. We've had this running for a while. Through the end of the year, the winner not only is going to pick their very own backtrack in 2020, they're going to win a free Gen X Grown Up t-shirt. So if you want some swag, want some merch, and you want to make George uncomfortable, all those things can be yours. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> It's like a trifecta. We have a couple of listeners in the running. We have a front runner and we have somebody bringing up the rear. Don't slow down. You have plenty of time between now and the end of the year to get your uh, recruit in and have them email us. All right. We got the business out of the way. It's time to introduce George and Mo to my favorite 43-year-old Christmas album right after this. RCA presents That Christmas Feeling, a glorious all-star collection of 45 Christmas songs. Enjoy Yuletide favorites such as Everyone will enjoy listening to this fabulous Christmas treasury over and over again. Available on two records, two eight-tracks, or two cassettes. Satisfaction guaranteed by RCA. Here we go, then. 
we thought about this going into Christmas time. I wanted to do something kind of Christmassy to get into the spirit. And uh, there's a Christmas album that I listened to when I was maybe seven years old or so, released in 1976, called Ooh. Christmas is for Kids. Okay. And it's one of those things that everybody I talk to, they've never heard of it. <laughs> you can now add two more people to that list. <laughs> well, we're going to fix at that the end of this, right? By the yeah. end of this show. Two, two fewer at least. This was absolutely my favorite Christmas album, LP, like vinyl record growing up as a kid. So before we get into mine, I wanted to ask you, George, did you have a memorable Christmas album that you went back to again and again or not? Did you have a special favorite? Oh, my God. I'm so happy that you asked that question. Absolutely not. <laughs> just just no. all the regular. Jingle bells, <laughs> yeah. Rudolph, just normal stuff. Not, not I a, mean... <sighs> I guess, you know, depending upon what age you want to look at. I mean, sure, when I was five <laughs> years old, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Jingle Bells, the standards, those were mm -hmm. always fun to sing along with the elementary class or something. But sure, I never, no, I didn't have like an album that I would listen to a 45 or anything over and over again that was Christmas themed. I just didn't really. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't that much into music. Fair enough. Mo, how about you? Did you ever have a vinyl record Christmas album that you listened to again and again or you remember fondly? It just definitely fall under the me more uh, remember fondly because it was an album I'd normally, you know, as a kid would put on, but my okay. dad had a Ella Fitzgerald Sings Christmas song. Oh, sure. Yeah, that yeah. He played every year, but I mean, now I look back on it, it was, I probably didn't appreciate how truly amazing it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's one that like even I dug up and found again and grabbed because it was, hearing that just brings it all back to me. Because it's what was played in your house. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah, I, I was always big into children's vinyl when I was a kid. I've actually started recollecting those quite a bit, posting some on the YouTube channel, whether the book and record or just some Woody Woodpecker album or something. I just always like that weird kind of corner case stuff. So this album I mentioned, Christmas is for Kids, released in 1976. And so many like like premium records like that were offered at a discount at stores. Like I remember you could go to Goodyear or True Value Hardware, JCPenney. But there was a store called Big In Discount Stores. And they were owned by a company, now defunct company called Neisner's. That ring a bell for anyone? No. Nobody. No. Not at all. <laughs> Nobody in the world. Yeah, so they put a lot of specialty Christmas records out, and one of them was Christmas is for Kids, and my mom bought me that one probably in circa 76, 77 when it was new, <laughs> and here's why it was special to me, and you're going to find out why pretty quickly. It had 12 tracks on it. Five of them were traditional holiday tracks, right? You had your Deck the Halls and Rudolph and Frosty and Jingle Bells, all that stuff. But the lion's share of what was on this album were songs that I'd never heard anywhere before and nowhere else since. And they're not like funny novelty knockoff parodies. I think they were truly trying to make some new classics. And so I want to introduce them to a new audience. And that's you, George, you, Mo, and hopefully the fourth listener. And I hope to just carry this forward and more people find these songs. So who put out this album? It was created by the Neisner Corporation. They commissioned it and put it out under their label, Big In. That was it. Big In Records. Big In Records. Okay. All right. So let's get started with this first brand new classic they're going to love from now till the end of eternity. <laughs> it's a song called Jack Frost. Frost Christmas. We all know who Jack Frost is, but I'd never heard a song about him when seeing his, his holiday special. So here we go from Big In Records. This is actually track number two, Jack Frost's Christmas. Way 
up north where it always snows. Lives the fellow that everyone knows. Dressed in red from his head to his toes. <laughs> with big blue eyes and a big red nose. He, he never works in the summertime. He just sleeps till the temperature drops. But in the winter and Christmas time, this fellow never stops. Jack Frost, Jack Frost, me oh my, what a guy. Every Christmas would be lost without the help of old Jack Frost. Jack Frost, Jack Frost, Jack Frost me oh my, what a guy. Every Christmas would be lost without the help of old Jack Frost. Who would frost our windows white? Who would make those icicles form? Who'd make it cold so young and old can sit by the fire where it's nice and warm? Who'd make sure Wait, the snow was right? So the kids could Absolutely. go out. I can hear George's eyes rolling. Who'd make sure the snow was bright? So the kids could go out and play. Who'd make sure that the moon was bright for Santa and his sleigh? Well, he controls the moon too. Jack Frost, Jack Frost, me oh my, what a guy. Every Christmas would be lost without the help of old Jack Frost. Jack Frost, Jack Frost, me oh my, what a guy. Every Christmas would be lost without the help of old Jack Frost. Ta-da! Jack Frost's Christmas. What do you think? I, I mean, I was I was bopping along with it. You know, it's kind of hard not to. It's a very bouncy beat. George, you're frighteningly quiet. Yeah, I'm trying to be respectful right now. My mom always told me if you haven't got anything say good to say, nice. don't say anything at all. Wow. I mean, okay, I can see somebody like like six or under really being enthralled by that song. Mm-hmm. Fifty years old, let it go, dude. Come on, what the fuck? This is not the strongest one on the album, mind you. But I'm no, doing this sequentially. I, I'm. I'm. Yeah, no. You said during that song you could hear my eyes rolling. I was actually rolling my eyes when you said I, I can hear it. I know. What I know. The hell I, I, I'm, I'm going to win you over before schlock. the end of the show. I'm going to win you over, though. I think oh. with a couple, a couple at least. I believe. I, I feel very Grinchy right now. So if that was the purpose of this album, it's hitting its mark. We're going to turn it around for you, though. All right. Yeah. These big in stores, I said, were owned by this Neisner Corporation. And it was like a Woolworths, sort of. They were like a five cent store. And if you ever went into a Woolworths or, you know, one of those kind of TGYs and they had, you know, knockoff records, like where these come from? This is that kind of thing. <laughs> this is where they came from. <laughs> this is where it came from. All right. So we're going to move to the next one. This is track three. This is one of my all time favorites. So, oh, Lord. So I hope this one, and then again, if you don't like it, that's okay. But here's the thing. It's called Donner and Blitzen. Yes, we know about all the other reindeer. Rudolph had his own song. He had his own show. He had his own TV specials. But this is a cool, I always thought it was awesome that this took another of the couple Santa's reindeer and gave them their own origin story. Is it official? Is it canon? I don't know. Wait, so now reindeer have to have origin stories? If they're Santa's reindeer, they do. Yes, oh, they do. Oh, goodness. All right. Rudolph has hey, one. Hey, Why hey, should he be the only go one? Go with it, dude. Just go with it. <laughs> nah. <laughs> All right, here we go, Mo and Grinch. This is a Donner and Blitzen. (laughs) (laughs) 
everyone's heard of Rudolph. Everyone knows his story. But did you know there were two other reindeer who found fame and glory? Once upon a long ago in a place not far from here lived Percival and Chauncey, two very shy reindeer. Both of them had one desire, every night they both would pray. We hope someday that Santa will let us pull his sleigh. All the other reindeer looked at them and laughed. You two can't fly, and if you try, you'll only cause a trap. Percival and Chauncey ignored the ridicule and went to Christmas City to reindeer flying school. All year long they practiced and soon they learned to fly. No matter what the weather, you'll find them in the sky. Then one Christmas Eve, a terrible storm arose. It got so cold that even old Santa almost froze. The sky was full of Donner and flashing Blitzen too. And Santa Claus was certain that he could not get through. But Percival and Chauncey said there's no cause for alarm. Then both of them pulled Santa's sleigh through the awful storm. They flew through the thunder and lightning to fame. And that's how Donner and Blitzen got their name. Piccolo solo really nails it. <laughs> the sky was full of Donner and flashing Blitzen too. And Santa Claus was certain that he could not get through. But Percival and Chauncey said there's no cause for alarm. Then both of them pulled Santa's sleigh through the awful storm. They flew through the thunder and lightning to fame. And that's how Donner and Blitzen got their name. Well, now we know. Donner and Blitzen, Donner and Blitzen, Donner and Blitzen, Donner and Blitzen. There we go. You never knew they were actually named Percival and Chauncey, did you? Yeah, this takes some explanation here. I think. As well as you could hear George's eyes rolling, you should be able to hear me grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I know why you like this so much now. Why? I think I understand. Because this is exactly the type of song that Ron Burgundy would put on his Christmas album. He would. I think and that was Ron Burgundy playing Ron Burgundy. the flute solo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. This was, it was like Ron Burgundy lost his job as a news anchor and he became a lounge singer in some Holiday Inn in 1974. That's what this song brought up for me and did a wonderful job <laughs> now there's there's some actual cool stuff to unpack in this so donner and blitzen in factual life is uh, thunder and lightning in german so donner means thunder and blitz actually blitz not blitzen means lightning oh that's pretty cool i never knew that before i learned that because they said there was the sky was full of donner and flashing blitzen like what do they mean so i went researching yeah. it that's german i don't know if the other reindeer mean things in other language i don't know but it was just i just thought it was cool it's it's almost like a solo a star wars story it's like it's a peripheral <laughs> kind of perpendicular story <laughs> off of the main story it's like yeah everybody knows santa and rudolph here's a little side story about two other reindeer that i always thought was kind of interesting take on it that's kind of cool i like that yeah Always root for the underdog, you know, the behind the scenes <laughs> thing, right? It's another behind the scenes. Once Rudolph got on the scene, nobody ever talked about Donner and Blitzen again. So yeah, they deserve really. their own song, I thought. I mean, they've been pulling this sled for years and Rudolph shows know, up you know, and just takes over. Prancer and Cupid are going to get their own song. I don't know. But. What about Comet? <laughs> so let's move into what might be the goofiest song of oh, the God. originals on here. <laughs> 
be goofier than the first two? I, I don't. I disagree that they're goofy. I think they're charming. George. Okay. But, <laughs> so yes, I, I always love it. It's called Morris the Moose. Oh Jesus! And it's about a different <laughs> North Pole creature who would also love to help out Santa. But who you know, he he always has reindeer. That's all. So so this is uh, track number four from Christmas is for Kids. Morris the Moose. <laughs> Morris the Moose, that's me. I'm big and strong and I can run. Fast as a reindeer or anyone. But who is always left out of the fun? Me, Morris the Moose. When I was little, I used to dream. Someday I'd be on Santa's team. Someday Santa would call and say, Morris, I need you to lead my sleigh, but who never goes I'm up now and a moose your sleigh. Me, Morris the Moose. I'm Morris the Moose. Morris the Moose, that's me. Each trip to lead, I wait and hope. Santa will call me, but I'm a dope. Cause who's left behind to sit and mope? Morris the Moose Maybe my antlers look too big And a moose on the loose The folks don't dig But I wouldn't hurt a fly And that's true And someday if Santa needs me too Who'll stand beside him And guide him to you Me Morris the Moose Who? Me Morris the Moose Who? Me Morris the Moose Oh, that's adorable. Come on. Why shouldn't Morris be allowed to be on Santa's team? That's right. I think I think they need some uh there's some laws being broken there. You know, he's discriminating it's, against moose. That's some he identifies as a reindeer. There's some laws being broken, all right. Auditory <laughs> laws. <laughs> Wow. Not even Morris the Moose could melt your heart. No. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, come on. He's big uh, and strong. Yeah. <laughs> But he's yeah, always he, left out of the fun. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. So was the song. That's okay. <laughs> wow. My goodness. Morris the Moose is a great name. It actually, there was a line of children's books written by B. Wiseman and kind of started in the mid 80s. Not related to this Morris the Moose, just another alliterative moose. He wasn't a Christmas moose? No. Well, maybe since Santa kept pushing him off. No. Well, Morris never got to be a Christmas moose. That's his problem. Yeah. yeah. Since Morris got pushed off being Christmas moose, he just went to books instead. Yeah. <laughs> That's 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 where I'm. That's my backstory in my head. So right. I'm going with it. If, if Morris the Moose didn't win you over, I don't have high hopes for this next one. Wait, but wait, 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 maybe. Wait, wait. Well, hold maybe. on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's still more. There's there's plenty more. Yes, there's oh, plenty Jesus. more. Okay. It's all LP long playing. Remember long play. Uh, there's yeah. plenty. I understand what that term means now. <laughs> hey, John, I'm excited. What's the next one? Thank you, thank you, Mo. Thank yeah. you. Maybe, maybe fourth listener. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that, uh, you know, in all seriousness, <sighs> there are a lot of people listening to this right now who are thoroughly enjoying these songs and are thinking, of, I just keep thinking every time you play the next song, once I hear it, I'm like, this is a song that my child, when he was two years old, would have forced made me listen to in the van when we were driving anywhere over and over and over again. And I would have wanted to blow my brains out by the time we got <laughs> 
to the Chuck E. Cheese or wherever we were going. Now, I'm not saying you should listen to these 10 times in a row. I'm saying pull them out once at Christmas time because that's how I do it. Okay. <laughs> All right. On the heels of that, this next one was track five on Christmases for Kids, and it's called Roly Poly the Polar Bear. Okay. Already a classic. <laughs> oh, Jesus, no. <laughs> Is he in the fucking bear cave when he's singing this? <laughs> right here, this is the part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Fire do Christmas. How can you not like that one? Come on, stand by. Let me tell you. (laughs) Come on, it's catchy. It's upbeat. It's, you know, very 70s. That is definitely very 70s. Definitely late 60s, early 70s. What gets me the most is that this is way before computers playing a lot of the instruments that we can do now. So they had to actually get real musicians and sit them in front of the sheet music and go, okay, guys, we're going to play this and it's going to be about Roly the Poly Bear. I can't imagine the looks on those musicians. <laughs> they, I'm sure they faces. got into it. They were like, yeah, this is the this is what I've been waiting like, for my I whole career. I trained for this shit. That was the look <laughs> on their faces. <laughs> They're like, hey, get a paycheck. It's a paying gig. Wow. That's right. It's a paying gig. Who cares? I thought that was adorable. I'm loving hearing them almost as much as I'm loving hearing George hate to hear them. (laughs) (laughs) I really like how you kind of like it has that the record defects you still hear oh i didn't take any of that out so i mean i have my record i'm in fact i'm looking at it sitting on the shelf over here and and i don't take out like the little clicks and things i think that's part of it you know i don't want to damage yeah i don't like it when stuff is obsessively cleaned up from that era. it needs to be never heard in the way that we heard it (laughs) yeah oh there's gotta be more right all right i'm I'm bearing my soul this next song is my absolute favorite on the album my absolute Um, favorite i apologize ahead of time for how i'm gonna crush your spirit but okay (laughs) i'm excited man let's hear this thing yeah mo is so full of shit right now that's okay (laughs) there's a million songs about the night before christmas right there's at least one and there's stories (laughs) or books or songs (laughs) 
<laughs> this was another perpendicular song about that. This is called the day before the night before Christmas. But yeah. Okay. So just December 24th brunch. That's kind of, kind of. Okay. We'll talk about it and what I love yeah. about it, but all right. So let's do this. Please, this was track six, the day before the night before, night before Christmas. Christmas. All right. It's got whistling. There you go. Mm-hmm. It's the day before the night before Christmas. And I'm busy, busy, busy being good. What the? On the day before the night before <laughs> Christmas. Gonna do everything a good boy should I'm making up a list About ten pages long I'm on page ten now I'm still going strong It's the day before the night before Christmas <laughs> And I'm busy, busy, busy being good I'm making up a list about ten pages long. I'm on page ten now and still going strong. It's the day before the night before Christmas. What to do, everything I ought to do. <laughs> Cleaning up and brushing up and washing my ears. Hey, a day isn't long enough. It'll take years. And it's the day before the night before Christmas. I guess what's gonna be is gonna be. You can't fool St. Nick, he's too slick to fall for all the fold or all of all your tricks. <laughs> On the day before the night before Christmas, it's no good being good for a day. I've learned something. No good being good for a day. I'll be good for nothing. Just be good and he'll be good to you. Merry Christmas. Be good, I mean the whole year through. Happy New Year. Be good. The day before the night before Christmas. So charming. You can't, yeah, that is charming. Come on, George. <sighs> yeah, no, so I do like the style of that song, although I take issue with the moral compass of the person <laughs> singing the song. Well, He's just keep in like, mind, this is the 60s, 70s. Yeah, well, that's I know. a kid. That's yeah. a kid, right? The other 363 days of the year, I'm going to be a little asshole. But for this day, <laughs> I'm going to be good. I'm going to whistle in front of my mom as I go down Andy Griffith Lane to paint the white fence or whatever. Yeah. Well, then that's the message well, too, the, and it yeah. says it says by the end, it's no good being good for just a day. You have to do it all year, right? At least and he'll take the, care of you. At least the female voices bring it back to what he should have been doing the whole time. I appreciate that part of it. Yeah, this is the one that I, if I listen to none of these others, I'll listen to this one because it's it, it's I listen to it on the twenty fourth because it's the day before the day night before. before. I'm busy <laughs> being good is the last chance to be good to make up for all the bad you've done. <laughs> I don't think that's how it's supposed to work, but okay, it isn't. But in kid logic. I could see it. The reason I continue to listen to collect these old things is because it was such an innocent time, right? There was no innuendo. There was no, that's what she said. There were no memes. You know, you listen (laughs) in a bubble and you listen to it and and nobody said, oh, that's dumb or oh, that's goofy. It was all you knew and there was nobody out there to kind of sway your compass. And so if you, it's all you had and you listen to it. My father would have told me right away, this is stupid. (laughs) No, this would not have gotten played. Well, then you put on headphones. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, this, of the songs that you've presented to us so far, this is one of the ones that I could listen to more than once. 
All right. Well, that's something. That's about as good that's as it something. gets, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think you'll hear, like, like I said, they're not novelty. They're not. I think they were trying to create new classic kind of Christmas songs. It's on that border. I mean, it's I mean, I close. Definitely hear, yeah. Like I hear Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer a little bit in some of the, you know, lyrics that some of these songs are putting out. But do you? I'll okay. Give you that, I'll, but I'll give you that it feels like they're making a genuine effort, which is what I think your point is, that they were making a genuine effort to make a Christmas song, not to make fun of Christmas songs. Exactly right. That's my point. You got it. So if you're enjoying these, I have some bad news for you. If you're, oh God. If you're not enjoying these, I have some great news for okay. you. There are two remaining. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so it's news whichever side you fall on these are both also pretty good and i i, I like these not as much as the night before christmas but uh so this was this is the one that speaks to the, the day fact before the day before christmas right yes let's get right. that straight <laughs> i got it yes the day before the night before christmas this is the one that speaks to the fact that you know how do you explain that there are santa clauses at every single mall and so this is a track called Ten Thousand santa clauses okay this was track nine on christmases for kids here we go Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! There is one on the corner and there's one at the store. There goes one riding by and on TV I see one more. They're everywhere and my friends are there, happy as can be. Ten thousand Santa Clauses, but not Uh one gift for me. Ten thousand Santa Clauses! Oh, never mind. That's right. Now I have it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. There's a hundred in Chicago, dozens more in Boston Town. Bunches out in San Francisco, anywhere you look around. Kids are there. And everyone is having fun but me up in but my so room. Upbeat. I can't go out like other kids and lie down in the dumps. Ten thousand Santa Clauses and I have to get the mumps. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? <laughs> now she's blaming Santa Claus for her medical issues? Giving things away. Does she not get presents because she has the mumps? So this kid basically gets sick, so it doesn't get any presents? From the fake Santas. But the real one will come down the chimney. Well, she yes. hopes. Mm. It does sound kind of depressing now when you analyze it, doesn't it? <laughs> 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 
you know, I love about these like oldest like kid songs is like when they kind of force the rhyme. Chimani. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. We could write it smarter. That's eh, kids. It's fine. I know. <laughs> they'll, exactly. they'll like it. They'll get. They don't care. Yeah. I don't know what the, yeah, she had the mumps and couldn't go out to the mall. I guess so. She didn't get the. I guess do Santa's give up presents at the mall in the seventies? I, I, uh, candy I canes. All I ever got. I remember. Yeah, candy canes. Yeah, candy canes. That, that was but. it. But she's hoping the real one will come down her chimney. Her chimney, as you said, Mo, on Christmas <laughs> Eve. <laughs> In the meantime, there's that. Yeah, so some of these songs, they, they were originals, but they popped up on other albums. But on this album, they were all together. Like this one was on another one called of Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Previous. No, it was, uh, I think it was on a later one when they broke them out, oh, like all Santa okay. Claus theme songs. They had one called Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and this was on it. Gotcha. Uh, okay. We have one more, which was track 10. So keeping with the Santa Claus theme, this is uh, called Who's That Up on the Roof? And I think you could probably guess what this is all about. So Burglar? Uh, here is Who's That's Up on the Roof, track 10 from Christmas is for Kids. Here comes Santa Claus, ho, ho, ho! You ho, can't ho, fool me, oh we'll no sirree. I'm f- not so dumb. <laughs> Daddy in a Santa Claus suit, downstairs kissing mom. I know there is no Santa Claus, and now I've got the proof. But if that's Dad downstairs kissing mom, who's that up on the roof? <laughs> who's that up on the roof? Who's that up on the roof? He's got eight reindeer and there's one This is a terrible song for young children Let that sleigh all the way from where the mountain flows Now could it be or no can't be Think I'm some kind of goof I know there is no you know who But who's that up on the roof? Who's that up on the roof? Who's that up on the roof? Red suit, white beard on his face Zooming in from outer space Chimney with a pack on his back. And loads of toys for girls and boys sticking out of that sack. Maybe I'm dreaming, maybe not. But I played safe, you see. Hung up my stocking just in case. No, sir, can't fool me. Who's that up on the roof? Who's that up on the roof? Red suit, white beard on his face. So looking at that is so I mean, charming. Just, Come on. No, that is awful for ch- So this what is mean, targeting awful. young no, children who that- still believe in Santa Claus. And the first lines of the song talk about, I know there's no Santa Claus. Right. But then she's like, but that's the whole point. I know there's no, so it who reinforces is it? Santa Claus. Kid's not going to pick up on that. A six or seven year old's just going to hear there's no Santa Claus and start bawling their eyes out right away. Wait, wait, there's no Santa Claus. What do you? Okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't yeah, know where you're getting your information. Yeah. Uh, from just... this damn song. Well, no, because apparently there is. 
And this no, kid was wrong. We know that could have been a contractor up on top of the roof. We don't know what that was. <laughs> no, no, no. He never answered the question. He had with, the, with a big suit, red, red suit beard. and a white oh, beard oh, on his all face. Over the place. I mean, come on. I've seen some weird outfits on contractors. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> see, this is the internet here. <laughs> oh, see, I thought surely this one would win you over if none of the others did. It literally says, oh, well, I know that's dad in a Santa Claus suit. I'm all jaded. And like, no, no, no. The real one is on the roof. He's bringing your presents. How cool is that? Yeah, the whole message is just George just missed. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not how you read it. I guess. So you're, you're saying that they shouldn't even have mentioned there's no Santa Claus because what the hell? Would it be a point of the song? Well, I mean, if you're targeting this song toward young children, this song should mm-hmm. not be on that type. If you're targeting this album, I should say, at small children, this song does not belong in that album. This is more of a just slightly like nine to 12 year old where the kids are starting to come out of the Santa Claus phase, maybe for kind them, of questioning it a little, but mm-hmm. the younger kids, no, this would terrify one of those younger children who only, I, I think, I think you really Santa are, Claus. the kids are way more sensitive. To you think. <laughs> I think kids would be totally fine with this song. Well, it, I know it didn't bother or terrify me. I loved it and still do. So I, I, I think it has a cute <laughs> message. I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying that you're going to start on the premise that the, the, the singer doesn't think there's a Santa, but the worst case scenario, if that is the case, it reinforces that there is by the end of the song. That's how I hear it. Okay. (laughs) Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. La, 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 la. Is this you at Christmas time? Now, Mystic Music presents Sing Along Christmas Carols. 24 of your favorite Christmas songs, plus a sing-along booklet so you'll always know the words. Order your sing-along Christmas carols now. You get two records or two cassettes and songbook for only $16.95 or a compact disc and songbook for only $19.95. If there was anything in this show you'd like to learn more about, the show notes which accompany each episode are full of links to click and explore. Catch up on past episodes and get pinged every time a new one's released by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And you know, iTunes reviews help more than you know. So if you haven't yet, please rate and review us in the iTunes app. And if you have a friend who isn't yet listening, why not? Tell them about us. They'll thank you later. You're our fourth listener, and we'd love to read your emails right here on the show. So hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. And finally, Gen X Grown Up is more than just this podcast. Our YouTube channel has hundreds of videos ready for you to enjoy. Plus, you can find our entire body of work on genxgrownup.com. Well, I've opened my soul. I've bared my entire being. George has crushed me, but that's okay. I still love Christmas is for kids. It was a cute album. All right, so I'm going to start with George because I think Mo's going to be easier on me. George, overall (laughs) feeling of these songs from this album. What do you think? Okay, okay. I mean, all funny stuff aside. That's it? That's That's your feeling? That's it. Just all funny stuff aside. That's it. (laughs) That's what I think of the album. All funny stuff (sighs) aside. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't. Hey, John, yeah, let me no. take that favorite record of your childhood and just urinate on it. That's okay. I just, I, <laughs> not for you. That's all right. Not for you. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, a totally acceptable. Me. Yeah. I'm sure that had I listened to it at a different stage in my life, like when I was young, like you did, if I had been given that album when I was, you know, three or four years old, when that album came out, what did you say? It came out in 74. So I was three years old. 76. Yeah. 76. 76. 76. So five years old, I, I would have been enamored with it. Just the music, you know, the different cadences of the rhythms and everything. I would have loved it. It was very catchy. It was very, you know, kind of sit there in your Indian style, sit and you're bouncing up and down <laughs> as you're listening. I could get that. 
but now I just like it. No, no, there's. I so maybe really... my opinion is heavily shaded by the fact of when I first heard it. That's quite possible. I'm, I'm, I'm open to that. Well, it's as possible, a possibility. but Mo seemed to like it, so he had never heard it either. So let's turn to Mo. So, so overall, what did you, what did you think of this as a, as a package, or any favorites or least favorites? <laughs> oh no, I thought it was cute. I mean, I listened to it. I, well, I think the music and the style definitely took me back to the '70s because sure. that was definitely oh, yeah. the kind of music that came out then. I like the fact that these are kind of like original angles on songs. Like they weren't, you know, they weren't hitting this, you know, okay, we're not going to talk about Rudolph. We're going to talk about these other two or, you know, we're talking yeah, about the day It's not the 50th version Christmas. of Jingle Bells, right? Right. It's, it's, it, they took an <laughs> right. original take on it. Some of it's a little campy, I admit it, but so is, so is Christmas. <laughs> I mean, in general, isn't it? <laughs> so I liked it. I think these are pretty cool songs. So I think, you know, I have a couple All people right. I'm going to like try to tune into this just because I think that they'll get into it just because it's goofy Christmas stuff. I would really love to hear what the fourth listener, what you think about this album, if it's something that you liked yeah, are or you, you disliked. Are you a George or, or are you a Mo or are you a or, John? Are, are you a George or you a Mo or a John? Is it horrible, tolerable, or delightful? That's the three. <laughs> Before we leave, I absolutely want to take a moment here at the end of the show to give a huge holiday thanks to all of our patrons who support us over on Patreon. And of course, I'm talking about these folks. Jonathan H., Thomas, Davis, Mike R., Greg Z., Stubaka, Agile, Mike C., Marcus, Keith, Stian, Dana, Greg L., Dan, Corey, Slobo, Will, Levi, Blasteter, Stashit, Mark, Stumonkey, Chad, and T2. Woohoo! What a Big list. great and growing list of patrons. These are literally folks that take a few bucks every month, support us financially over on Patreon. If you'd like to join them, head over to patreon.com slash genxgrownup. And if you are a patron, I'm going to provide this entire Christmas is for Kids album for you to download in an article. You can go get it right now at the moment you hear yes. this Why would you podcast. not? Right, George? Okay. <laughs> so, so if George were a patron, he just unpatroned us. That was it. The end. Yeah. Well, I just wouldn't download it. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. So that that's progress. George doesn't hate us so much he would unsubscribe just for posting it. So thank you. <laughs> I guess that's something. That's progress. Yeah. I take that as progress. No, I give you a chance to make up for it. <laughs> thank you. Well, maybe you need to find a childhood album of your own and we should uh, feature it on the show. Do you think somebody like me actually had a childhood? I do. Period. I do. <laughs> not no. childhood album, just a childhood. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I did not. Well, you deserve one. Well, thanks for going along on this ride with us and my opportunity to introduce you to Christmas is for Kids from 1976. We'll be back in two weeks with another backtrack, but next week with a regular edition of our show. Until then, I am John. George, thanks so much for being here. Yes, sir. Mo, always appreciate you. Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. And fourth listeners, you know we appreciate you most of all. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. See you guys. Take care, everybody. Gen X Grown Up is a member of the Evergreen Podcast family. Learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. We're also an affiliate of the Geeks Worldwide Radio Network. You can check them out at thegww.com. Yeah, so... Yeah. A little bit depressing. <laughs> a little depressing. A little depressing. I feel bad for the kid. Oh, wait, there's not more? No, there's not more. I'm sorry. That's the oh. end. What about the second album? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. 
As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts.